Welcome to Tecon Brujita, where we drink some tea and talk all witchy things. I'm Natalie Rodriguez. Come and flow with me as we jump to today's topic. Welcome. Welcome back to Tecon Brujita. I'm so happy that you're here. We are in the beautiful month of September, and we are diving into everything change and growth. Last week, we spoke on all of the energies happening in the month of September. Today, I have three questions for you. Do you frequently procrastinate or delay important tasks even when you know they are essential? Are you overly critical of yourself and your abilities, often doubting your capabilities? And lastly, do you set unrealistic or excessively high standards for yourself, making it really difficult to achieve your goals? If you answer yes to any of these questions, today's topic is definitely for you. We are going to be diving into the topic of self-sabotage and emotional healing. We're going to be exploring what is self-sabotage, what does that look like, and how diving into a journey of emotional healing can help eliminate self-sabotaging behavior out of our lives. So, baby, I promise you, you are not alone in this topic because when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to me. <laughs> Hi, Brujita. So I made another concoction today because I keep forgetting to grab tea every time I do groceries. So today, I looked up another recipe on Google on how to make tea from things at home. And I grabbed blackberries. I smooshed them boiled them in some water and then I added to that water rosemary and thyme and I let it boil for like I don't know I want to say like 15 minutes I am currently drinking all of that with honey and you know maybe less herbs next time because I think I overdid it with the rosemary but it's still pretty delicious because I added a lot of honey so this is our makeshift tea today it's blackberry tea with rosemary and thyme and I added honey. So let's go ahead and dive deep. Self-sabotage this week has been a topic that's been resonating with me a lot. And as we move into this changing season, I truly recommend that you look up Rodolfo Alvarez. He's on social media and he discusses and hosts seminars on self-sabotage. And I had the opportunity to sit one of his master classes on self-sabotage and when I tell you that I went in with the idea that okay I get to learn more about it but that's not really me eh, wrong incorrect do not pass go and collect $200 okay because some of the things that they were talking about self-sabotage I was self-identified and so brujitas you are not alone on this self-sabotage journey so I keep repeating the phrase but let's dive into what it is so what is self-sabotage? Self-sabotage is a term that describes a consistent and often repetitive set of actions, thoughts, or behaviors. These actions can either be done knowingly or unknowingly by an individual, and the primary effect is to harm or hinder that person's own objectives, wishes, or overall state of well-being. This is a self-destructive behavior. It involves doing things that are harmful to one's own success, happiness, or personal development. And this is the catch. These actions are often taken even when the person is fully aware that they are not 
in their best interest. So, for example, you've been talking that you want to lose weight, right? But then at night, snack time attacks and all the yum-yums come out. And so you just overeat. And so you say that you want to lose weight and you want to work out and be healthier, but then your behavior and actions are opposite. And so in many ways, we can apply that example into different areas of our life. And so this is where they got me. These are some of the examples that I was like, hmm, hmm. One, when you don't share everything that you do, that self-sabotage behavior right there. So you don't tell people that you are a solo entrepreneur or you have your business or you have a podcast and you allow just the goodwill and faith of people to just spread the word along. That's self-sabotaging behaviors right there. Two, when you're afraid to speak up for your needs, your wants, your wishes, your goals. So the example in this case was you have been working in this company and you have been putting in the time, the energy, the work ethic behind it. And now it's time for that race conversation and you don't speak up to your boss or you don't have this conversation because you're afraid. You're afraid of asking for more money because you maybe don't have a blueprint. X, Y, Z, self-sabotaging behaviors. By not speaking up for yourself, you're engaging in self-sabotaging behaviors. Three, not networking professionally. Self-sabotaging behaviors right there. Listen, baby, called out to a T. And only this year, I've been able to engage and digest and process and eliminate these self-sabotaging behaviors. But baby, it is more insidious than just these. We say we want a relationship, we want intimacy, we want connection, and yet we don't go out and date. We don't go outside of our house. We do the same routine expecting God to give us his partner out of to come and knock on our door in our household. So we're engaging in sabotaging behavior, self-sabotaging, because we say one thing, but then we don't even back it up with the work ethic behind. Other signs of self-sabotaging behavior include procrastinating. You engage in negative self-talk, perfectionism. You're trying to control every aspect instead of flowing with life. That's self-sabotaging because we cannot control every human in our lives. <laughs> that's what free will is for, but that's another episode. We self-isolate. We have fear. And this was really interesting because it's not only fear of failure. You might have fear of rejection. If you put yourself out there, all of these fears, right? But it's also fear of success. I'm going to safely assume that you are a human being on this earth and you've just lived. Just by the living and existence of you being a human on this earth, I'm so 100% sure that you've experienced heartache, a heartbreak. You've experienced human pain. You have emotional wounds, even psychological distress from events or trauma that's happened. Anything and everything that causes a wound to your emotional body. That's an emotional wound. So when we have something like this happen to us, it marks our emotional body. Sometimes what happens is we get stuck in our emotions. So the same way we have a physical cut and we cut ourselves and bleeding starts happening, this happens to our emotional body 
yet because it is not a physical thing, we cannot just put a bandaid over it. It never gets dealt with. So what happens? People either numb themselves to not feel anymore, not feel that painful feeling, or we never talk about it. We act like it's not present, affecting our every move subconsciously. So based off this comes in emotional healing. So emotional healing is the process of addressing those emotional wounds, of sitting down, looking at yourself within and addressing each and every emotion that feels stuck, a traumatic experience and or the or looking at the limiting beliefs of all of these emotional wounds. So then we are able to address them, work them, release them, forgive ourselves and then engage in healthier patterns with ourselves. So when we have emotional wounds, we are prone to acting in self-sabotaging ways towards ourselves. How can you recognize when emotional healing is needed? Here are some signs to look out for. One, you have persistent, heavy emotions. For example, you're constantly overwhelmed by anger, sadness, or anxiety. And this might be the time to explore why and explore that emotional landscape. Two, you have unhealthy coping mechanisms. You'll realize that you're turning into you're turning to substances or self-destructive behaviors to numb your emotional pain. So some people drink to not feel. Lastly, you are repeating patterns. You repeatedly find yourself in toxic relationships, making the same mistakes. And this can indicate you have unresolved emotional issues. So if you keep having the same outcome in your relationships, sometimes it's time to look at yourself within. Like, what are you doing? What are you accepting? What are you allowing in, your, in these things? How do we begin the journey of emotional healing? As always, any type of journey will always be individualized. It's unique and deeply personal. But here are some steps to consider. Number one, self-awareness. You have to start by acknowledging your emotions and their origin. Why? And the best way to begin your self-awareness journey, literally, whenever you're triggered, Ask yourself, why am I being triggered? Where is this trigger coming from? Is it from this situation right now? Or is there something else bigger that's making me feel resentful, angry at this moment? So asking yourself questions in the middle of, you can do journaling, meditation, and anything that can help you connect with your feelings. That will help start the self-awareness journey. Two, seek support. Don't hesitate to reach out to your friends, family, or professionals who can offer insights and guidance. Three, forgiveness. Practice forgiveness for yourself and others, letting go of grudges and resentments. So once you start your emotional healing journey, you have a better outcome of stopping self-sabotaging behaviors you're starting to become aware of everything that you do and how you are. We start addressing the emotional roots of why we self-sabotage. 
we develop healthier coping mechanisms. And the idea is to break free from the self-destructive behaviors and patterns because now we're aware, now we can stop it and choose better and choose differently. As we close off today's topic, please be gentle on yourself. So take these guiding tips as you engage in your emotional healing journey. And I invite you to continue to learn about self-sabotage, continue to learn about positive affirmation, continue to do anything that will rewire the way you think, speak, and act, engage in those things. Is it reading books, watching edifying shows? Anything that feeds you spiritually will help restore that emotional healthy balance within yourself feeding yourself not only with the healthy food but healthy things in your sight your ears just healthy and with this we conclude the beautiful topic of self-sabotage and emotional healing regardless these are going to be topics that we are going to continue to explore in different capacities throughout the month of september and i invite you to look within I invite you to sit down tonight with your journal within this new moon in Virgo energy. We are talking about earth grounding. We are talking about embracing the change and looking at yourself. Okay, if I can be 100% honest with myself, yes, I do engage in self-doubting behavior. Yes, sometimes I engage in self-negative talk. And now the goal is to, now that I see it, okay, stopping it and then at some point even before stopping it like not even thinking it is the goal thank you for joining me on this self-sabotage and emotional healing journey today next week we will be exploring what is generational trauma and how can we bring about generational healing for our own lineages join me next week May you have a beautiful morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening in. Until next time, stay with you, Rujitas.